Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all electric. See more at kia.com.au and Lumo SA, Aussie owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, good evening, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, Sports Day SA for Budget Car and Truck Rental. The number there, 1327 27. Moving house, get on the road faster, 1327 27. Well, we spoke about the, the hope last night with Leo Schling about Ayla Tomlanovich and also Nick Kyrgios, whether they go all the way. We thought they could. Well, they came crashing down today. Tom Lanovich beaten in straight sets and, and Kyrgios uh, beaten in five. A terrific uh, game. Karen had to uh, – Atchanova beat him too. I'm glad um, you said that. Hello, David. Good well, the, um, the K apparently is is silent, Karen, yeah. and, as the Russian pronunciation. So, anyhow, uh, what do you make of that? Well, what I made of it, if, uh, there's a few things to talk about, but, but I will talk about Nick Kyrgios. Are you happy with him? No, I refused – I refuse to watch um, smart asses play. And I'll tell you what happened. And I'll tell you what happened. Yep. Got home. Patsy and I had just been out for a little while. Sat down to watch the tennis. He won the tie break in the third set. Right? It, it, it's all a bit of hop of two. So he's playing the first or second game in the, in the fourth set, yeah. David. And he's going along nicely. Going along very nicely. And then the Russian guy hits one back. And oh, Kyrgios hits one through his legs. legs. That point played on and he lost the point. I said, you are kidding. You are kidding. You're a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. How can that be professional? And I'll tell you why. That's called flirting with your form. I don't care. It, there can't be any other reason other than you're smart. I actually refused. I said, Patsy, I'm, I'm, I am not watching this bloke anymore. He drives me nuts. He's got some ability. We know all that. I, I reckon he'll lose this now, and that is going to be the key point. You know, there's lots of momentums in game we talk about. I reckon the tennis gods got him and serves him bloody right. And I, the... I, I just dislike the bloke for that. When you're playing that well and do that, why would you flirt with your form? He's done it all the time, though, bloody. Well, that's why he hasn't won anything that's major. No, he's pulled, I think he's pulled his head in to a degree, but he's always done those stupid shots at different times. And maybe at, maybe at times he's not all that smart, but he's a genius with some of his shots he can pull off. But we knew the Russian would be just steady. He was steady, wasn't he? He just got everything back again. What, what did Djokovic do against him? Get everything back and no. let him break down. All I, all I knew was that when I, I didn't so watch So you walked in, out? Of course I did. I'm not watching crap. I'm not watching. It's supposed to be a professional game. What did the other bloke down the other end do? I bet you he just kept on hitting it back properly and try and win the point. Why? 
Why would you actually, where would you go in your mind? And I've been watching this for six, seven years now. I, I, no, sorry, sorry. Well, all right, what, what, when, what about when footballers do stupid things or cricketer tries to, you know, hit a ball at the ground when he's meant to be a defending, things like that. When they were, I call that a brain fade. He wouldn't have thought about that between his legs and two, the ball was actually coming at him. He wouldn't have thought before the point I'm going to hit one between my legs. He's obviously in a certain spot. And, and to be honest, Blight, he often he gets those back just over the net, but... That's the way he plays. You, I mean, that's what you get with him. I can't believe he walked out. No, and I'll tell you what. In cricket, also with T Twenty, that's brought that on because you have to score every run. I yeah. mean, you've got to you've got to make the game. It's a batsman's game, and you've got to get in and get so, out. So you don't like him now? No, you, I, you got I off just, him. No, I, I, mate, it's a waste of talent. I mean, I, wouldn't you love I, his talent? Oh, yeah, of course I would. But um, do you know what I mean? I, do you know that to me is waste, David. Did you see the other Russian bloke do it? No. Do you see Djokovic do it? Excuse no. me. Do you see Nadal do it? Do you see Federer do it? Of course you don't. Of course yeah. you don't. It's a, it's, it's, it's a trick. It, it, it's a bit it's like a... the underarm serve he does now. Then, well, you know, I mean, please, it's professional level, David. I, yeah. Seriously, and I, I, no, sorry, go on. I, I know it, a, I mean, a lot of people are like you. I've heard a few comments today saying they're over curious. I thought. Uh, given the way he performed against Djokovic at Wimbledon and to make the, the quarter for I thought this has opened up perfectly for him. You know, playing, what, 27th seed? Yeah. He, he's a solid player, the Russian, but he's not, he's not certainly not Djokovic or um, Nadal or any of these, or even Medvedev, Medvedev, who he'd beaten, you know, in the previous round. It's a waste, mate. I hate waste. So he's never, he's never, ever going to be able to get out of what he does, is he? That he's done. He's 27. He's not a kid. He's not 18, no, 19, 20. Not. But I mean, so he's the, in the peak of his career. Yeah, so why why the hell would he do that? I mean, it just frustrates me. I'm not going to watch. I am not going to watch an amateur trying to be a professional. See, I, I think the worst thing is when he screams at his box with his girlfriend up there. Oh, and and, that, the, and I mean, that, that to me is, is disrespectful. And he's saying, cheer loud. He didn't cheer loud. He, the reason I lost the point is because you went up there Clapping. I mean, that to me is ridiculous. Does Djokovic do that? Of course not. Does Federer do that? Of course not. Nadal, no. Do you understand? Mm. I, that's why. I, I mean, he's getting so much publicity in Australia because the other three blokes have finished. Someone's going to take over. He has every opportunity yeah. to do it. And, mate, and, until he actually wins one of those things, because he has got the most ability. That, how yeah. many people have got to say he's got more ability yeah. than anyone on he the has, tour now? Yes. And he's not going. And, and he may not win one. Come on. Imagine if he had Leighton Hewitt's dedication. Oh, oh well, uh, yeah. Get all the weapons, yeah. isn't he? Oh, that's right. Anyhow, he's not going to get my eyes again. Yeah. When he wins one, I'll, he'll get my eyes. Seriously, David, I, it, 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 no. Anyhow. I, then he talks about, I've got all the money in the world. I can do this. I can do that. I've got more money uh, than Bernard Tomic. And yeah. um, he's praising his girlfriend only yesterday for, you know, bringing him back into the yeah, into the realm and, and doing some good things. But anyhow, you've had your say. Uh, I... I think he's certainly better than he was. But what about the bit you did miss because you didn't watch it all? He shakes hands with the guy at the net. I thought, that's nice. Go oh, back, yeah. Go Patsy said, come and have a look at this. I said, I'm not watching. He uh, shook hands with the umpire and then got two rackets. Yeah, and smashed them. And smashed yeah. them. Patsy told me. Why wouldn't you give them to a couple of kids? Yeah, well, see, selfish amateur. He's a selfish amateur. I tell yeah. you who's, who's – I get it. You're not happy. No. Nah, I mean, it, it just oh, – Sorry. I hey, can I thank you while well, I think of it for the golf tip out there because we oh yeah we filled a bit of time in before the show and you bought your little golf mat in a couple of clubs some uh, yeah, plastic some balls plastic and a, balls and a net a net yeah how good was it well, how good were you with well, it? I've had the shanks as you yeah. know 
I think you might have uh, might have helped me out there. And young Sam, fan, Sam, a bit of work to do. Sam, yeah, no, he's, he's, but he's getting there. Yeah. He'll, he'll get there, and if he keeps using that, it's only during the final series we do this. Is only yeah. special M blight treat during the finals. Now, what about footy news? Uh, Marco oh. Bello we got on tonight too yeah. to talk about the Crows. But yeah, uh, and Ross Lyons said no to Essendon. And one of the things, if you listen to it, he said, "I just didn't get the vibe." How long? A question for you: Can you be out of football and come back? Now, Ross Lyons has been out what for five years in, in that chair, but he's been in foot. He's talking about it. Yeah, but when can you come back if you've been within the walls of a footy club? A couple oh, of years. Yeah. How long's a piece of string? Yeah, look, it depends on the person, depends on the club, depends on the talent on the. Ross ground. is saying, "I'm not presenting." You know what I can do. Well, come on, Ross. Actually, what he said about the vibe, you know, my favourite ever Australian movie is The Castle. Is it? You know, and you got the vibe, you know, when they're talking about, oh, you got the vibe. Oh. And Bonnie Doon and, you know, Serenity and all that sort of stuff. What about that? Hey, uh, also, a couple of other big names. Uh, Trent Conchin. Going on. Captain of Richmond. And Jack Rewald. Yeah. So 32, 33, 34-year-olds. So they're going to play another year, which which they're entitled to. You can to. manage them, I, I suppose. That yeah, I guess game. so. Yeah. I, it will be interesting to see how they go. Richmond are an interesting stage, aren't they? Martin, over 30, with some injuries. Prestia, always hamstrings. So they've got five or six. They've been great players. but Lam- Lambert's gone, though. Yeah. Asprey's gone. Yeah. Uh, someone else retired. Yeah. They've, they've lost a few of their oldies. Yeah, and it'll be an interesting 12 months, two years. And like most, it is hard to stay there, David. Yeah, they. I don't mind. They're talking about getting... Um, Tim Taranto. I don't mind. Sonsi looks like a reasonable player. The young fella Gibkus made a few mistakes in the final, but I think he can play. Um, Bolton, obviously, is a good player. And I don't mind the forward. You like um, Noah Cumberland. Yeah, he, he's, he's played he's some interesting footy, player. He? Interesting yeah. player. And also, too, one of the D-lists, um, uh, Kyle Hardigan's been delisted by the Hawks. Yeah. Journeyman. Up. Yeah. Played 22 games in two seasons, and he ended up playing 135, as you know. Most of them with the Crows. So uh, it was interesting they got him for a couple of years, but really didn't use him at all this year. No. No. no I think when you're on the outer, you're on the outer. Um, but news is Andy Otten also left Hawthorne, has he? We speak with Andy most uh, years when they play Hawthorne, so he's gone as well. Yeah, and also uh, tonight we've got Ben Hook on in the community segment, which Benny does a lot of work in and talks about all the local stuff uh, in South Australia. The SACRA have announced there's going to be two-tier competition. Uh, A-grade, let's call it eight teams and six teams, and an under-19 South Australian team. So I, this has been on the cards for some time. So been no in trouble one, district cricket for a long while in Adelaide. Well, well, it's probably not in trouble. What's happened is the development of state players has been tardied for some reason, and no one can really put their finger on it. I don't reckon you can, by the way. It's not the T20 and all that. Well, it could in. be. Could be could they be, don't Dave. play four-day cricket or two-day cricket for ages that play the T20. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested in what, you know, Benny Hook, obviously a, a, two, a dual Bradman a medalist. Pretty sure hooky's second most runs ever yeah. in district cricket. So I'll so. ask him about that a bit later, about uh, the two-tier competition. But at least, I think the positive is that, that, that no team will go. You know, so you can actually – and there'll be a relegation system, which is probably not a bad idea, is it? You know, they talk about Adelaide in comparison to Melbourne and Sydney. Well, they've both got seven million people, Sydney, Melbourne. We've got, what, one and a half, I mean. So you think yeah. seven times the, the product, the chance, the choice you've got. So – yeah, but we have been in it, and I reckon some of the wickets are far too batsman friendly here in Adelaide. They always have been. You know, too hard for the got to put a bit in for the fast bowler and the spinner. Yeah, they, they weren't at one stage when I was playing. <laughs> what the old Woodville, Woodville deck? Yeah. No, anyhow. Um, now, just talking on cricket, 
I watched last night. Uh, I did watch the the one day against oh, New Zealand. Yeah, uh, Carey and Cam and, Green. I watched oh, it too. Gee, Cameron Green's going to be a star, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Um, was pretty tight in the end, actually. It looked to be going easy. But the thing I was going to mention is Aaron Finch made five. So he's made about 30 runs in 30 innings. Oh, we know no, not right. far off. Yeah, but, I mean, at what stage does the leader become a non-contributor and out the team? Is he the only one that can captain the world? I well, mean, anyone else, if they'd failed like that, sometimes he's going to get two or three chances. I looked at his run in the T20 and the one ODIs. He failed against Zimbabwe. He's failed against New Zealand. And he gets out the same way. All the time, LBW. Now, if you've got an Alex Carey who's actually been vice captain, and wasn't he named captain of something at some time? I think time? he has captain yeah. at times. So, Australia I mean, he could do it. He's 30, 31. He's no Australia baby. Australia A. He's, uh, yeah, yeah he's, Australia A, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, why wouldn't you? Look, why yeah, can't no. Warner captain? And he's back in the fold. Yeah. But well, just getting back to Green, I mean, as I said to you, I think it would be our best all-rounder since um, the late Keith Miller. I never saw Keith play, obviously, but he's – Anyone that did said he was fantastic. Well, if you look at his record as opening bowler and batsman, he's, he's as good as only second to 1G Garfield Sobers. And a fighter pilot in the war too, when oh, he did a few oh, things. Right. And he star. looked like a film star. Yeah, what a star. What an absolute star. And, and well done to Kerry too. Like he's been a little bit shorter yep. runs, came out. They were five for 44. Yep. Five for 44 and got up and won. And uh, uh, Trent Bolt dro- uh, Dropped an absolute it's sitter of Cameron too, Green, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, Lumo SA, powering local footy and fans in South Australia, switched to Lumo today. And the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo, Lumo SA. SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, footy final preview for Tyre Power. Footy final salon now. Get into your local independently-owned Tyre Power. Before we look at the, the three games this weekend, just want to hear a player grab from Lewis Martin, head of Channel 7 Sport, how the agreement and schedule of games might work. You won't have any less games on free-to-air. In fact, with digital now, you'll, the, um, you'll be able to watch those games it's anywhere, anytime, on any device. So it comes down to choice. The Saturday nights... Um, will effectively now shift to a Thursday night strategy. So there's 15 Thursday nights there and 23 Fridays. And then what you'll have is the marquee games, you know, like the dream time on a Saturday will always be on free-to-air. And the last remaining eight games in the back end of the season on Saturday night will be on free-to-air. And then all finals and also the grand final will be exclusive on seven. But the key mate here is that it's both your organisation, Foxtel and seven, provide an, an incredible choice for fans. You can choose to pay if you want um, all games, or you can choose to watch it free um, and get all the footy you need, um, as well as all the replays and, and catch-ups, et cetera, on 7 Plus. Yeah, I, it's going to, 2025. I think I'll forget what he just said then, David, but it, it's going to be okay. And, uh, you know, all the, all the naysayers about the nine-year deal they've got. Yeah, I know. The next nine, two years, yeah, then I the seven. That. Actually, I was watching Fox <laughs> last night, and they got nine years to go. It was quite a promotion. Hey, talking about that, I, I've had this thought that, you know, we've talked about the Tasmanian team a bit. Yeah. And the first thing I woke up this morning thinking, and I know other people have done this too, that the 19th team, regardless of what the presidents say, I think are probably going to be invited to the deck. Yeah, do you reckon Tony Cochran, who Gold Coast has been given everything, he's the, he's the loudest voice against Tasmania. Yeah, because he here. said there's too many clubs not making money. But if the money's there, and well, that's... Money's there now, yeah, obviously, yeah. with a deal like that. Yeah, probably is. That I, I think we'd all like to see a team... The thing that still worries me, and I think I might have heard someone say this, oh, it might have been a couple of weeks ago, that, well, they need a big, massive stadium. But they're playing in two grounds there now. That 
uh, adequate for what's been required. I love York Park going there in Launceston. They don't need uh, 50,000. They they won't get it. See, I reckon the AFL are doing this to put some pressure back on on the government of Tasmania. I I just figure they are more than adequate, those grounds now. Now, somewhere down the track, you need better facilities. We get all that. But that's not 200 million. That's that's 20 million. I'd be excited with Tassie coming in. Yeah. The the great footballers that... um, that, that have come from Tasmania. Royce Hart was one. You played against Royce. You would have played oh, against yeah. Royce Hart. Yeah. Daryl Baldock before that. Yeah, actually, Matthew Richardson. I, yeah, actually, I, I actually won a trophy playing for Tassie, uh, Victoria down there when we played Tassie one day. I won the Man of the Match Award, Dave. It was a nice uh, trophy too. I've never talked to you about that, and I'm glad you've brought that up now that you have. Is there anything you haven't won? <laughs> what? Uh, no, what I can't. Th- no, no, sorry, can't think of it. <laughs> um, Sam was saying he's lived in Tasmania. Bill Reeve doesn't like it at all. I must have caught a couple of games there. I'm not a big fan of Bill Reeve, but Launceston York Park is a beautiful ground, yeah. boutique ground. Fifteen thousand there, bloody's outstanding. Yeah, I, it's, it's always going to be interesting. Where would the ground be? You know, more people in Hobart, but they're passionate in Launceston. All those things will unfold, I reckon, if a 19th team does come in. And we'll get to know more about it after the presidents have all had their say. You would have had a look at the deal. Um, pretty happy with what Gillan McLaughlin's been able to manufacture. I suppose it is seven years, so there'll be a bit of inflation in yeah. that time. But still, the players, too, they get well common. So what would you have made you've been playing? Um, a fair bit? Uh, yeah, you, look, you, apparently, you apparently drove a really hard bargain too. Like, no, nah, I didn't. Hey, I, I just, don't it, shortchange me, boys. <laughs> if I didn't hear the noise, you didn't agree. That's all. Brown paper bag stuff back then, wasn't oh, it? Oh, no. I can't remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Adelaide Auto 4x4, now 15% off your first purchase at Adelaide Auto 4x4. Just get 15% off your first purchase until September's 30. So, Got to get in there quick. Uh, we are going to break another side. Marco Bello, a regular contributor to a sports day, so we'll talk about the Crows. So taking on Nord, Adelaide Oval, this week. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day SA for weeks, homes, discover different, and for expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. Well, Adelaide beat Norwood in the uh, – in fact, smashed Norwood in the first final, Bloody, and it was a bit of a seesawing game last week against North Adelaide, wasn't it? They both had their chance to win. Yeah, they did, actually. And, uh, I mean, they've had a pretty good year. The second half of the year, particularly for Norwood, and obviously Adelaide have uh, have taken some giant strides with a pretty young team. Yeah, let's welcome one of the coaches too. And a good lad, good friend of ours on Sports Day, so Marco Bello. Marco, thanks for your time. And no doubt the boys looking forward to another chance, if they can win it, straight to a grand final. Yeah, absolutely, and, and that's what we set out at the start of the year when we um, reviewed our year um, 2021. We said that uh, for our group to develop, our young group to develop, we have to go deep into uh, September, whether that be obviously at AFL level preferably, but for those other guys at SANFL level, we know that uh, the level just goes up a notch, and if you had to assimilate, you know, for some of these guys, as you said, haven't played AFL football, you could probably compare you know, a round five AFL game to a, you know, SANFL prelim final. So this is great for the group. You touched on a couple there in Taylor and then Curvis, but obviously Cook and uh, Pedler and uh, Newchurch. Yeah, you could keep going there. So it's it's really great for the group. Yeah, I'll ask you about those kids in a minute, but I, I was interested in, in your role on match day. You know, I was watching there on Channel 7 and at quarter time or three-quarter time, I, can't remember, I think it might have been quarter time, the cameras turned on one Marco Bello, that is you, 
and we listened in on your quarter time talk to the players in your group. Did did you know that yeah. was going to happen? And secondly, do you act differently when you know the camera's on? <laughs> <laughs> I do like a little bit of me time, Malcolm, so I didn't mind the cameras being there. But you do tend to uh, not act different, but probably not divulge as much as um, as as you'd like, or, or use you know different terminology perhaps, and what the players are used to, just so we're not giving too much away. I know when I was at at, at Hawthorne slash Box Hill, Chris Fagan, who was a football manager at the time, was really big on that. It's just not not giving away too much. Um, but yeah, in terms of my role, look, I, I help oversee the backs uh, on game day. Uh, I tend to you know, help Mickey out where I can, having had some experience, obviously, previously to coaching. Not that Mick needs any um, assistance in that area, but we do have some young coaches as well um, in, in Jack Holmes and, and Big Saw. So just just helping those guys as well. So it's uh, it's been a great collaboration, obviously, with Matty Wright playing, but for us to have a you know a good nucleus of coaches and. As you said, we've got some young players out there, so the more touch points we can get, the better. Yeah. So just to go back, so they actually ask you, and and you have to agree to it. Is that is that the way that works? I, I believe so, Malcolm. Not me specifically, but yeah, they go through the club just to just to tick that off that uh, that's going to occur. And um, I wasn't uh, aware of which you know line group it was going to, or which break, or anything like that. But um, once I saw the big camera in there, I. Uh, yeah, put my happy face on and make sure I, I spoke the right lingo. Hey, Marco, paint the picture for us, the headspace of the youngsters now, uh, a prelim final and uh, no, no doubt excitement, a few nerves. I mean, how they're approaching it what, within the group. Give us a, uh, uh, what that's like. Yeah, look, a lot of the guys, um, you know, haven't tasted SNFL finals football, but in talking amongst the group, they had, you know, the, the sprinkling of under-18 football or reserves football before they came across and so they've had a taste of finals football but not not to the degree that they're coming up against uh, last week and the week prior and, and this weekend so um, you know for them it's, it's learning along the way and, and what we learned from the weekend is um, sometimes you try and do the extra things you try and be you know extraordinary we, we, we touched on whereas the ordinary things over and over again is, is what wins you finals football so not needing to do anything extra than we've done all year so um, the simple things in football, you know, making sure that you take the ball out of bounds when it's nearby and not trying to keep it in, punching it through for a behind when you got the opportunity rather than keep it in. Little things like that. And, and then, you know, the communication, is it goes to a, another level. Mm. We, we really need to be um, mindful of what our role is, but together with what are the roles of those around us and making sure we communicate that because the level of intensity and the, and the crowd noise certainly play a, a part. I think you led four goals to one at quarter time, but North Adelaide dominated the first 15 minutes without getting anything on the board. So it was a little bit misleading, wasn't it? The, even though you guys had a lead, um, North Adelaide weren't out of the game, that's for sure. No, we, we, we know North Adelaide are never out of the game. We've had some great contests uh, twice this year prior to the weekend. And, um, yeah, we, we never feel comfortable um, with where we're at. We're always making sure that we, you know, every post is a winner and, and we're doing the right things because they will make you pay the other way. They're the number one defensive side in the comp, um, and they're not far off being the number one offensive side in the comp either. So they've got um, you know, a plethora of um, great players and uh, and ones that uh, certainly stand up in big games. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, we just uh, weren't able to sustain that, uh, that lead, and 
Um, but for us to fight back and in the end probably a goal here or too late would have uh, swayed it either way. I was interested what what you said about those youngies. Um, I mean, Zach Taylor's start, the first quarter and a half to first half in the game was outstanding, backing up from one the week before. Pedler not quite as good this week, but as you mentioned, Luke Nankervis. You know, you talk about being exposed. I mean, if you read the advertising, the coverage of the McGarry medal on Channel 7 plus, uh, mate, what it was on, I mean, there's enough exposure at Sandful level for these guys that actually haven't played AFL yet to realise that this is actually this is actually getting pretty serious. This stuff. Oh, absolutely. We yeah, we we take no uh, um, backward step in in terms of understanding that you know the luxury that we've got to be playing finals football, SNFL finals football, to be coming up against quality players. I mean, you know, the McGeary medalist has had a stint at, at Port, and obviously the Suns as well. Um, they've got Andrew Moore who played, you know, close to 50, 60 odd AFL games. They've got some quality mids through there who, you know, now multiple McGarry medalists running through there. Um, so we, we, um, we certainly don't take it lightly that, uh, we're coming up against quality and, and we'll do again, um, you know, Norwood on the weekend. So, um, this is going to be a great test for our group and we certainly, uh, are thankful for, for where we currently sit and, and hopefully what we can do going, into the next couple of weeks. Just mentioning someone a little bit older. I mean, you picked him up in the mid-season draft, Brett Turner. Hasn't he got some composure? He's actually a really good player, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. And, and we unfortunately, we didn't get to see it, um, you know, as soon as he came into the door. He, he obviously had an injury um, as we drafted him and, and it took a little bit of time for him just to find his feet. And uh, now that he has, we're, yeah, we're extremely lucky to have him in finals football, where, you, where, as you said, where his composure now comes to the fore and he's got a burst of speed that, that probably not too many would, would recognise until you see him on game day where he just bursts out of a pack, finds the gap and then, as you said, just composes, finds the right target and, um, yeah, just a wise head out there for us. So that's 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 been great for us. Just on a general um, sort of theme with the club, D-listings, we know you've signed nearly all your players, only. I think four or five that aren't signed. When will they be announced? Um, are you looking at trades? I suppose you've got to look at everything these days. And then, and maybe a third part of the question: What do you need in the draft? Yeah, I must admit I haven't put my uh, my head in in that space as yet. Not that I've got a great say in, in what happens here. Obviously, the list management take care of of all that. Um, so I, I'd assume once the, the season's over for us. Um, we've told our guys that we're treating this as you know continuing on the season, so let's keep uh, let's keep it all as normal. So um, none of those guys would have been told. Obviously, the the other players who aren't part of the final series are currently on holiday. So once it's all the, the dust has settled, I'm sure those conversations will be had. But with regards to what we need, it's it's you know quality AFL footballers. Um, you know, we keep touching on obviously the midfield, and yep. um, we've probably started to see some in the last couple of weeks. So um, playing at SNFL level, so uh, whilst we we're looking to get outsource outsource that, we're we're starting to see some some really um, strong kids developing in that space. So um, yeah, at this stage, um, we'll uh, we'll make sure we finish off the season well, and then where it takes us after that. Um, Police management will, will help us and guide us through there. Yeah, and one of those players is Billy Frampton. Gee whiz, he played another good game, didn't he? Can't he read it beautifully at that level? I, I mean, he's going to be an interesting player. It's going to be an interesting watch. We know the clubs have, you know, supposedly talked to him. But 
He's got. He might have two more games. It's just going to put him on the big, big stage if he can keep that form up. Oh, absolutely, and, and I've been thankful to be able to see that week in, week out. He's now probably going on maybe a year and a half of, of playing solidly defensive um, football. He obviously has played forward, he's played ruck, but for him, you know, to, to grasp the concept of, of defending, um, as you said, he's, a, he's an attacking defender where he's able to take multiple marks, reads the ball well, got a great kick on him for a you know, 200 centimetre, um, reliable. So, um, yeah, look, we... We've been super proud of, of the way he's developed. And, you know, I keep saying it, and I may have touched on it with, with you, gents, previously, that everyone develops at a different rate. And, and maybe in Bill's case, it's, it's taken, you know, that extra little bit um, to really find his feet. So, um, you know, all as well in this next couple of weeks, he'll, he'll put his hand up for, for us especially, but um, put his name out there for, for anyone that uh, is really looking for a, a key back. I know your season's not finished, but when does the uh, pre-season start again? It's probably not oh, that far away, is it? Oh, come on. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm still trying to plan my holidays, but you're not wrong, David. It's, it's not that far off. We're, we're just starting to put the program together for what next year might look like and obviously doing the, uh, the calendar. And uh, within a couple of weeks, the players have a program already to start what uh, 2023 might look like. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll start to put that in place over the next few weeks and... Yeah, you're not wrong. It's not that far off, but uh, um, hopefully I'll get a couple of weeks before that all, all happens. And how many flags do you play, Mark? Or is it five, six or seven? One of, the, one of those multiple... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got the five, but I missed out on another four. So the twins keep reminding me of that but weekly every time we have a chat. But uh, no, I'm, I'm happy with the five. And, <laughs> and hopefully I can pass on some of that uh, knowledge, even though it was yesterday, uh, but some of that knowledge that... Uh, um, I've learned along the way to, to this young group, so, yeah, happy to be a part of it. Yeah, Mark, I couldn't agree more. The coach's lot is not great. I can tell you now, one of the most disappointing days of my life was Wednesday after the Crows won the grand final in 97. John Reid, the football manager, said, well, well bloody, come on, we're going to start talking about next year and who we're going to delist. delist. Who we're going to... <laughs> like, we've just yeah. spent 48 hours of the best yeah. moments of football in your life and you've got to yeah. do it all. I mean, you've just got to keep going. The players can go off and have a rest and fair enough. But as a coach, you can't let that go. No, you can't. But we do tell the players and, and some to learn it, you know, in a family life as well, that we've just got to appreciate the moment. Like you said, Malcolm, you, we move on so quickly and the next thing and the next phase and the next, you know, the next uh, player, et cetera, et cetera. But let's, let's enjoy the moment. Let's really soak it in. And, because it's, it's not an easy feat in the end, as we're, yeah. we're finding out. No. I mean, this is our first in, in terms of um, Crows, getting this deep, uh, I think they've done it once previously where they've got to a prelim, but you know, in, in the 10 odd years for us to, to reach this level, we, we've got to be proud of it and wherever we finish up we've we still got to look back and go, that was a pretty successful yep. year and Great. enjoy the moment before we move on. Yep. Just got a text from one of the Gowans boys, tell Marco Five's not the, the uh, way to go, <laughs> try nine. Oh, so, oh, try, try, oh. I, I reckon most folks would take one yeah, in exactly. a heartbeat. Exactly. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, it's all good fun. Great stuff, Marco. Good luck. Awesome. I love it. Thank you. Thanks, gents. Enjoy Mate. the chat. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. A Sports Day SA for weeks homes. Discover different. Discover exceptional customer service. And also elders insurance from local footy to community events. It's our way of giving back. 
elders, hands-on support for our local community. Ben Hook does a segment every week. He does it well, too. And a lot of little stories that perhaps uh, don't make the, the headlines in the papers and that, but he certainly does a great job. Here's one as we welcome you, Hooky. The Mount Gambier pioneers go within a whisker of stealing a Victorian trophy. What's all that about? I don't know. I got a funny feeling that you guys have a pretty large listenership in Mount Barker, Mount Barker, Mount Gambia, yeah, yeah. and I'm sure all of the people down in Mount Gambia know all about the pioneers. But outside of Mount Gambia, I mean, this is this is the team in South Australian basketball that outside of the Sixers and the Lightning is the best club we've got, and no one knows about them. And they're an amazing story. They they played in the grand final of the NBL NBL One South competition, which is like the Victorian State League. Uh, they lost uh, that grand final last weekend, so uh, disappointing for them. They went down to the Hobart Chargers, which is a remarkable story in itself. The Victorian competition, the grand final between Hobart and Mount Gambia, yeah. was played in Melbourne. You, you'd never expect the, the Victorians <laughs> to hand over their grand final. But I, I just reckon it's an amazing story where they've come from. Uh, this is a team that was in the Southeast Australian Basketball League, the Seabull, and it essentially collapsed at the end of 2018. And they went to this NBL One format. So there was an NBL One South for Victoria, an NBL One Central for South Australia, and no one wanted the Mount Gambier Pioneers. NBL One South refused to have them, essentially because they didn't have uh, a women's team. NBL One Central ori- originally voted against them coming into the South Australian competition, just because of travel and expenses and a whole host of those things, and also because they were worried that they'd be too good. They were essentially a professional team coming into an amateur competition so for a best part of six months the pioneers had had was a club a professional club with nowhere to play eventually the 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 central league relented and they came into the south australian competition in 2019 halfway through that year they got an offer to go play in the new zealand league and basketball australia what's got to be said handled this whole situation terribly refused them permission to go and play in new zealand knowing that they had nowhere else to play because they already felt that we were doing enough for New Zealand basketball, essentially. Long story short, they moved back into the uh, the South competition, the Victorian competition for 20 and 21. Two years of lockdowns and border restrictions, oh, yeah. so they couldn't play. And two years of abandoned leagues. They finally got back and played this year after two years off. Uh, and they've gone through to a grand final. So, a great story. A little community club that has just made good for so long. They've won championships in 2014, 15, and 17. And to finally get back to the pointy end, it's a real it's a real fillip in the cap of all of those people down there at Mount Gambia running that oh, club. Well done. Well, well explained too, Ben. Hey, just a quick one on the two-tier system. They've talked about this for a while in the sacket. You know, they, we call it district cricket, the Premier League. There's going to be two tiers, which uh, Andrew Capel wrote about in the paper this morning. Which Are, are you in favour of the two-tier system, then a relegation system at the end of it? Uh, look, I'm not uncomfortable with seeing how it goes. Uh, I, I'm always keen to get a little bit more detail. I think we all agree that something had to happen, that 13 clubs isn't the right fit. Uh, what I'm comfortable with about this is that we're not going to dump any club. We're not going to coerce clubs into... Yeah. Uh, a merger that they don't want to be a part of. We're going to have 13 clubs and all of the volunteers and, and all of the history is going to be retained. I love that. Um, I think eight and six is probably about right. Um, so there's going to be eight teams in the first division and six teams in the second division. I'm interested in the relegation and promotion. Will there be two teams going up or will there be only one? I think there needs to be two to give incentive yeah. to get out of that second tier. And then my other query is there's going to be a South Australian under-19 oh, I was going to ask playing. you about that, yeah. How does, yeah. How, how's that going to work? So they're going to, well, pin, they're going to pinch players from the, from the district clubs. clubs. Yeah. 
And, and are they going to pinch them out of Division One clubs and put them in the Division Two competition? If, if we're really talking about development of our best young players, aren't we trying to avoid sticking them in Division Two? So I just don't mm. quite grasp that yet. I'm sure there's more detail to come. I'm open-minded. As I said, I think something needed to happen. Um, but I just would like to get a bit more clarity about how that's going to work because I, I just am concerned that there are going to be some pretty good cricketers who are going to play an inferior standard of cricket by going and playing under-19. Yeah. So I'll just be I'll be keen to see how that works out. Here's the other thing, boys. What happens in three years' time if the Redbacks are still struggling? What yeah. do we do next? Yeah, that's that's right. the other thing we've got to work out as well. So there's some issues with player development here. I noticed that this year we've had to recruit basically our entire pace attack because we just don't think anyone has made the grade out of South Australian yeah. cricket. And I, I just find that hard to believe with everything we've put into the resources of SA cricket that we've got no fast bowlers out of it. So we've got some work to do still. Bring Dizzy back, I reckon. Now we've seen <laughs> we've seen um, some horror falls both in the you know the horse racing and of course the the trots. Lisa Ryan, I believe, a, a fantastic return after having a horror fall there, hooky. Maybe the most courageous woman in South Australian sport, boys. I was at Globe Derby for Cup Night. So this is the SA Cup, the SA Derby, yep. and the SA yep. Trotters Cup all on one night in April. She, now, this is I was personally there watching this from 20 metres away because my wife was in the mobile starter. And I was filming it at the time, would you believe? And I'm at the shoot. I don't know if you guys know Globe Derby, but there's a shoot where the, the horses and the drivers come in and out about 150 metres ahead of the sort of past the finishing post. Yeah. Anyway, I'm yep. filming from there, and there is a horrendous crash just after that finishing post right in front of me, and Lisa oh. Ryan is thrown from her mount. She must have been fling 10 metres forward and just came crashing down onto the track. It looked awful. She broke eight vertebrae. I mean, oh. that is a serious fall. She had five cracked ribs. She had a brain bleed, you name it. She, she Now, she, I'm not saying she's old, but she is experienced, Lisa. She's, um, you know, the, the other side of 50, if you like. Yep. So she only took it up when she was about 40. Um, anyway, she told her husband from hospital, that's it. I'm not, that's it. I'm retired. She was done. Of course, you know what it's like. Two, three days later, she starts to get a bit, a bit of a feel for things. She got back into working around the stables. Anyway, she made a return to driving last Saturday night with her third drive, drove a winner. I should know the name of it. It was called uh, Abstractor. So um, there you are on Saturday night, just five months after breaking her back essentially in eight places, she's driving a winner uh, at the top level of South Australian trotting. So, yeah, Lisa Ryan, the most courageous woman in South Australian sport, bar none. Jeez, what a story. Just another great story. An 80-year-old player, hockey player, is about to play in a grand final this weekend, Ben. Her name's Bev McKeegan. Um, She took up playing for the Aroa Hockey Club when she was 12, and she's just never given it up, boys. Uh, Aroa merged with Sturt to form Adelaide, so she's played with the same club for 68 years. There is no one playing at her club who was even born. born. No, so, is... no, no one at the club knows anything other than Bev McKeegan playing hockey. There's a great photo of her. She, she actually is 80 next month, so she's still 79, oh. but I've seen a photo of her warming up with her 12-year-old goalkeeper, which I just reckon <laughs> is amazing. So 79 years of age. She's in the Metro Women's 5 team. They've made the grand final this weekend. Um, she's in it. She said this will be her last game of hockey at 79. You know, why wouldn't you just go on with it if you've got that far, boys? Uh, Great stuff. Well done, Ben. Uh, Some great stories there. Ben Hook uh, for Elders. Now, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator at Tyler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. We've been talking about this for a while. Just head to iCanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote 
and grow your business. Bloody, that's it for us. That's just blown. Oh, gone. Mate, it is gone. And uh, finals, finals, finals. Yeah, Marco Bello uh, and uh, uh, Ben Hook. And finals. Nick, Nick Curios. Yeah. Oh, gone. Oh, well, yeah, do you say? Yeah, gone. That's what I like about you. You always have your say. Have a great night. Do it all again tomorrow between 6 and 7. Good night. <laughs> Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA. Aussie owned, made for South Australia. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.